coming up, we go all WrestleMania with Nacho Libre, and Eric gets buried in shallow grave. Welcome to the screen. Welcome to the screen for Friday the 16th, 2006. The 16th is sort of like not as it's scary the as not the not unlucky one? Yeah. Is it lucky? 16? I don't know, but it's not as scary. It's four squared, and four is two squared. And, <laughs> sorry. I'm still going from uh, our 666 movie last week, <laughs> so I'm making up stupid numer- numerological things. So the screen is all about movies, television, and DVD? And numbers. And now, Eric, take your shot at describing how we rate the movies. Go! So this is how we rate the movies. We're always looking for a shorter way to say this. Basically, we go out, we see the movie, and then we pick a beer, and the quality of the beer symbolizes our opinion of the movie. Does that work? I think that sums it up. Let's move on. All right. Oh, and by the way, a a program note for this time. We said that we were going to review Al Gore's uh, climate change movie, An Inconvenient Truth. We still are. Uh, We had a. It's an art house uh, film, and it's sort of traveling around, and so dates are somewhat subject to change. So, if with any luck, look for the Inconvenient Truth review next week for the next show. Chancho, when you are a man. Sometimes you wear stretchy pants in your room. It's for fun. Today, I saw a man in town. People were throwing daisies at him and giving him goodies. He was a luchador. Sometimes I would like that kind of respect. Wrestling is a sin. If you fight for someone who needs your help, only then will God bless you in battle. Psst! Chancho! I need to borrow some sweats! Yes, it's true. I am Nacho. Maybe you have seen me on TV. Nacho! Who? Nacho! I was wondering if you would like to join me in my quarters this night for some toast. All right, so the film we reviewed this time is Nacho Libre, uh, which is... Jared Hess, the director, it's his second film following Napoleon Dynamite. Yep. Which, in case people don't know, Eric and I both really like that movie. Yeah, I really like Napoleon Dynamite. It was one of the few funny movies we've seen in a long time. But perhaps you can tell by the tone of our voice. (laughs) It's hard for us to get too excited about Nacho Libre. Let's just, without even telling the beers we got... Let's give the audience a taste of perhaps what beer we got that'll give you an impression of what we're going to say. Go. Oh, yeah. So we'll tell you about the beers in a second. Nacho Libre, directed by Jared Hess, uh, starring predominantly Jack Black as Nacho, and Ana de la Reguera as Sister Incarcion. Who basically was the only, like, non-funny-looking person on the entire cast. Yeah. The movie's about a monk who, in order to save an orphanage from closure... Uh, no, not necessarily closure, just to feed them better. Just yeah, to to take care of the and orphans to help his the... own ego or something. That's true. Well, anyways, to to help the orphans, I guess he becomes a lucador. He follows his boyhood dream of being a lucador. And a lucador, for those who don't know, is a Mexican apparently wrestler. a Mexican wrestler. <laughs> yeah, the, the, and and I well, I've seen lucadors before. That if you I've never uh, seen him. you got to turn on the right channels at the right time of night, and then suddenly yeah, you can I just find don't some end lucador up watching wrestling. that kind of TV very often. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it's similar to like WWF, but it's like more over it's the top, and stupider. almost everybody has a crazy mask and a cape, and so it, it's like superhero movies except without superpowers. Yeah, they're very much lots of men in tights. Well, they're idolized in Mexico as being almost like superheroes, well, super so idols. I, actually, you probably didn't know that, but honestly, I have a following. if any, if I took anything from this movie at all, it's that uh, an overweight, out of shape guy can be anything he wants as long as he wears stretchy pants and uh, <laughs> he likes a his mask. Stretchy pants. Yeah. So th- that's what the movie's about. He becomes a lucador and he helps to try to you know get the orphans better care or whatever, and mm-hmm. it sort of is your basic. Well, it's a comedy. It's supposed to be it's a comedy. It's supposed to be a comedy, And yes. he goes around and he's... I, I he, he hams it up, as Jack Black tends to This do. is the review that when we walked out of the theater, we said, how long do you think we could go on discussing <laughs> this movie? And not There's just not a lot it. to talk about. It Basically, the idea of it was kind of funny. You could see how it would be funny. The movie itself was not so funny. There was a few chuckles. Yeah, pretty That's much about what it. it was. It was two hours too just long. Just kind of, yeah. It would, it would. It's another one of those movies that would have made like a good like, Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, or Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, and even yeah. that, there, well, there was not enough in it. If they, you took, if you mind all the parts that we chuckled at, you might have enough for two five minutes, minutes, five minutes. Yeah. 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 And we're talking chuckles. We're not talking like Guffaws. crazy funny. There was some stuff that was, you know. Well, it wasn't even like just like the kind of humor that I just don't get into, like you know. All, all out toilet humor or anything it wasn't that it just wasn't very funny no know. and that's and that really is they were I trying. think that's our review it's yeah. not very funny yeah um and that's what it's supposed to be the thing is though <laughs> is i think that it's going to be funny for a certain certain people that could be yeah it could because be there like were people little, that were, were shooting for a cult following I but think, there were people but. in the movie that were having a great time with it mm-hmm. um maybe we're just we're too dour but <laughs> i mean too old maybe I don't know. Maybe they weren't drunk enough. I don't know. There were people walking out of it. There was a father-son duo walking out, and they were just laughing at the, really? the whole the whole premise. Maybe if you're hysterical. really into the Mexican wrestling or something, I don't know. It, it's really a, it's a slapsticky kind of humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you enjoy seeing things like you know but that, shooting I mean, shooting rubber-tipped arrows at people and throwing a hive full of bees at people and it breaks and the see, bees I prefer doing and that. Ha, in real ha, life. I don't want to do that. See that in the movie. Yeah, I mean, that stuff gets old after a while. You know, people were laughing when, of course, you know, Jack Black's on this little motorcycle trolley thing, and he rolls off the road and he falls. There you go. That, that's a sample joke of yeah. what happens. Yeah. He rides the bike, the bike off the road. A lot of it is kind of like just over. being kind of silly and ridiculous, which is kind of like what um, Napoleon Dynamite was all about. But for some reason, it worked more, I think, in Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know what it was. But Napoleon Dynamite had stuff like this to an extent, whereas when you first watch Napoleon Dynamite... Yeah, you're kind of like, what the... Yeah. But still, you kind of got got it, I think. But after you a while, you find, well, you yeah. find yourself, like, saying Of course, some people really hate on. Napoleon Dynamite, too. So. That's true. That's true. But, you know, I can see, though, th- this movie had his Jared Hess's handprints all over it, though, because there were a lot of things where it's like he had the weird, just weird people weird that pe- would say weird, weird things. Weird people say, and weird, just weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and so I mean it. It was it was like if imagine if you let's put it this way: if you like Napoleon Dynamite, imagine it done very poorly. You have this movie, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's hard to do comedy. I mean, it really is. How hard mm-hmm. is it to make people laugh if you're trying to make them laugh? If you try too hard, it it gets not funny. Not so which good. Might be what happened here. It could be. I mean, you could almost see Jared Hess coming off of this probably a success he didn't expect mm-hmm. off of Napoleon Dynamite, and maybe. You know, the thing about Napoleon Dynamite, I think, might have tied into it, too, is it had a lot of, like, almost, like, cultural references to 
that a lot of us identify from our own childhoods and things like that. that yeah. This obviously doesn't have so much, unless you happen to be an orphan growing up in a monastery with a monk slash Mexican wrestler. Yeah. In which case, you might find it very funny. Well, and I mean, the, 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 the background of it was just outlandish, which is, I'm sure, what they were hoping that it would be funny. Yeah. But it was, I think that the part that was the, the most ridiculous in the whole movie was they had uh, two midget wrestlers dressed up as, like, cavemen. <laughs> they were kind I mean, of funny. I mean, that was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Some of the lines were good, the stretchy pants line. Mm-hmm. He, Jack Black's trying on his Lucador outfit, and one of the little orphan kids catches him, and he goes, John, John. Sometimes when you're older, you put on stretchy pants in your room alone at night. <laughs> so it was, you know. You know, I have to admit I've never done that. <laughs> Darn. So the beers we so picked beer. today, let's yes. just wind it up because there's not much more to say about it. So, Eric, what would you pick to symbolize this movie? Colt 45, malt liquor. What, how'd you rate that then? One to five. One. Yeah. <laughs> and I went for uh, Bud Light in a can, which, you know, is also hey, it's cheap. One. Yeah. Once again, for another week, I'm gonna have to recommend if you're, you know, if you seem to gel with what we usually think on these movies here, yep. skip this one. I think that's a a good recommendation. For the uh, Netflix movie that I, I watched this week, as I say this week again and again, uh, was is it this week? Shallow Grave. Wait, which wait, did you watch it this week? I actually watched it this week. Okay. This week. So this week. On the screen. <laughs> so this is a movie called Shallow Grave uh, from 94. Really the only celebrity in this movie, I think, that people would recognize is Ewan McGregor. It's one of Ewan McGregor's first movies. So it's an indie pick. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it was produced by any, anybody big. Um, it's, I think it's one of those kind of like small... BBC kind of movies. I don't think it was a BBC movie, but you know what I mean. One of those yeah, yeah. kind of foreign films that, that us here in the States don't often see. And uh, it was one of Ewan McGregor's first movies. And the basic plot is that these uh, three friends who live in an apartment together decide they need to get a fourth person for the apartment. So they interview all these people, and they finally pick this one kind of mysterious guy, and right after moving in, he dies. They just they come in. you know, He's not coming out of his room. They go into the room, and he's dead. And they find a suitcase full of money. And so the point then is they decide, okay, well... We can either report this to the police or we can... I mean, no one knows who this guy is. Uh, There's no way to... Exactly. So they're like, well, I think we'll just, you know, get rid of the body and we'll keep the money. And then, of course, you know, as these movies always do, it all goes downhill from there. Right. So, and it it reminded me a lot of um, A Simple Plan. It's just the same kind of thing, except in this one they have a body to... But it's the same kind of deal. They yeah. They basically end up, people find They money. turn on each other. They okay. have the you know. It's it's just a good solid kind of kind of movie like that. Actually, you know what it, what else it kind of reminded me of, and that might it reminds me of like Train Spotting, that had kind of like a lot of, I don't know, quote unquote hip stuff going on, and you know the choice of music and some of the strange shots and and things like that. The acting was all fine, very good. Plot I thought was pretty good. There was a twist at the end, as there tends to be in these things. That was pretty good. And all in all, I thought it was just a you know a good solid movie, huh. enjoyable, not you know better than a lot of the movies we reviewed on this. Is it comparable to A Simple Plan in quality? I would have to go back and watch A Simple Plan again because I haven't seen it for years, but I would think so. Yeah. Cool. A Simple Plan might be a little bit better. I wonder just... if one of them was based on the other. 
I have no idea. Looking at the dates, it could be because I think a simple plan came out a little bit after this. If if I had They're to guess. They're very close though. Yeah, I mean the the whole plot is very similar. Sweet. Cool. So that wraps it up for a very short episode of the screen. Yep. Uh, we'll be back soon within the week or so with uh, a more interesting movie, I would hope. Yeah, and Hollywood, please send us some good movies for a change. I don't like drinking the swill. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. This Green is a Snapdragon production and part of the Taverncast family of podcasts. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com.